Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Now, I know that Kelly is a huge fan of Hollyoaks, can I say. And um, I better introduce this because um, she'll just get really giddy. Please, will you welcome the beautiful Hollyoaks queen, but certainly not a diva, Sarah Jane Dunn, everyone. Yay! Hi! Oh, Hello. that was nice. Oh, Thanks. Hi, ladies. It's so lovely to have do you. That. No. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I had to. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, do you know what? Thank you so much for having me. I loved your podcast. And when you asked me, I'm a real, like, you're always so lovely, you ladies. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I get to chat to you in kind of in person. But yes. yeah, thanks so much. We're delighted to be partnered with Swan here at the Hot Miss Mums Club and be able to tell you about their stunning range. Swan are a British homeware company that sells stylish home essentials, including kettles, air fryers and microwaves. For 20% off Swan's gorgeous products, head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Oh, well, thanks for coming on. You know, it's so strange because obviously Instagram's so good for connecting with other women. It's really positive on that side of it, you know, and that's how obviously we've connected with you through our Instagram page. And it's really strange because as a teenager, as a, you know, I <laughs> grew up watching you as Mandy. So it's it's really weird. And then obviously, you know, you, everything changes and we all become older or whatever, but you have done so amazingly well mm. at with your career at, because it's a hard career and it's hard to stay in soap sometimes. I've got yeah. friends, I've got a very good friend who was in Emmerdale and he was in it for a long time. And when he left, it was a huge decision for him yeah. because he'd been typecast almost and he didn't know what to do. And But to actually survive and be successful in it still is, is massive. And you've managed to do that. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's so what's the secret to that? Because you've been on our TV screens for so long. Yeah, do you know what? So it, I was 14 when I started on the show, which now, like, I've got a four-year-old, nearly five-year-old, and I look at him and I look at, like, the, the girl that plays my little girl in the show, Erin. Um, she's 12 and she's just being given these big storylines. And I look at them and, oh, my God, I'm like, this, that was me, like a little yeah. person starting in this big, wide world that I knew nothing about. and. Obviously, at that age, is super exciting and thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be on telly. And, you know, and it was almost it was something that was unachievable back then. I think now, like there's so many reality things and it, it's almost like much easier to get into the industry or to become mm. like part of something. Whereas back then it was like untouchable. Yeah. There's different ways in now, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, so um, yeah, so for you, it was very difficult to get in in the first place. Yeah, although it just happened. And, you know, I'm a big believer in, like, everything happens for a reason and right place, right time, fate, you know, it just – and that, this was obviously meant to be in my life path, and I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful, like you say, for being able to continue working in the industry for so long. So Hollyoaks was 25 years old last year, so – 
you know, that's giving away ages, isn't it? Which is all good. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're the same age, Kelly. We just found that out, yeah? Yes, yeah. We're turning the big 4-0 very, well, not too <laughs> shortly, but yeah. Soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I, so I did 10 years on the show and then I left. And at the time I was 24 and I left and I didn't know anything about the industry really, other than what I'd known and learned at Hollyoaks. Um, and it was such a great, it was a great learning platform such amazing people which is one of the reasons why I've always gone back and I was lucky enough to do other jobs I think like you say you do get typecast and in a way that sort of worked in my favor because I got theatre shows I got other jobs I say because of what I'd done I think that helped but also I've got to give myself credit I'm not very good at doing this but give myself credit for like being good at what I do as well yes yes Mm -hmm. goodness you know I get imposter syndrome a lot um, but yeah, so yeah, so I've just, yeah, and then I've, I've gone back several times, and now I've been back nearly four years, and super grateful for it. It's down the road, I've got my little boy now, like I say, so it's sort of fitted in really nicely, and it's really nice to be back with people that I've grown up with, really. And has it been a good sort of journey this time round? Obviously, because things change filming wise. I know Denise well; she's a really good friend of mine. In fact, she's one of my bezies. And Aww. of course, she's coming to Hollyoaks. Um, I don't know, but it—it's all different now, isn't it? It's all sort of the way you film, etc. So, yeah. yeah, is that is that tricky? Yeah, post COVID, I'm mm. not really enjoying as much because it's such a tactile industry. Like we're mm. all big buggers and squeezers and. You know, it's it, it's such a tactile profession, and and obviously the show. We've, I had a storyline that's been on screen now where my daughter got taken away from me. She was involved in a big county line storyline, and she got taken away and put into like a young offenders unit. And we had to do all of those scenes distanced. And obviously, as a mother and as the mother on the show, and I've worked with this uh, with Erin for the last four years, so since she was like eight. And I couldn't cuddle her, I couldn't mm. grab her, I couldn't protect her. You know, like you do as a mother, the first thing you do, your instinct is to, you know, engulf that child and protect them, isn't it? And so we, we found it really challenging to, to sort of play those scenes without that connection. Um, and I think it sort of gave it a slightly different angle and we had to work on different ways of playing it. But yeah, it's a funny one. And even like Denise has started on the show and I think I've walked past her twice and gone, hi. You don't see anyone, do you? You haven't got a green room where you're all, you know, you're all sort no. of socialising and said, oh yeah, welcome to the club. And, you know, yeah. do you want a cup of tea? She normally would be. And so yeah. we're like, we're put in zones. So if you're in a zone, like zone one for the day, that's it. You don't move out of that zone. We sit in our dressing room pods in between scenes. So it's just, it's very different. And I've known it the other way for so long. Mm. and to adjust to this has been hard but I mean touch wood we're slowly coming out of it and we're going to start crossing over zone soon so we've just started getting extras back on set so hopefully but yeah it's been it's been really tough hasn't it the whole thing's mm. been tough yeah yeah it's, we're it's on our own strange. zone we're just zoned out aren't we yeah and everything we've done is now like this you know we had a studio at mine when I was in Manchester and we did it there and then we just would go to London once every now and again and rent one over there and just have a load yeah. of guests come for the day and it was it was lovely have you found that that's made a difference for you though not being in the room with someone because I find that really like this has become the norm now hasn't it looking mm, at people yeah. on you and... just adapt yeah don't yeah. I don't want to adapt but you do I think we've got more guests on because obviously people were like oh I can't really get there or you know get I've got to nothing studio. to do yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. come on. it takes more time doesn't it as well but now they're like yeah. oh yeah loads of people are like yeah I'll do it I'm not doing anything else yeah. so it's worked that way <laughs> 
<laughs> if I'm really honest. But um, no, I'm a, I agree with you. I, th- I think the industry, you know, even for us, you, you're all hugs and kisses and, you know, we are, it's a very tactile industry and, you know, we're really emotional, creative beings. And yeah, yeah I've missed that. So I, I do hope that it gets back to that. It's so important, isn't it? To talk, like the human contact, I think you can't underestimate how important that cuddle first thing in the morning might be. Or if, you know, in the afternoon, if you're having a bit of a crappy day and someone just gives you a little squeeze and that can be enough to, okay, right, I can get through the afternoon now. And I think mm. it's really difficult not, not having that and not, mm. yes, not being allowed to do that. So how's, how's little Stanley coping? How's he been through everything and how's he... He's your little. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, thank isn't you. Isn't he? Is he a little? Yeah. He's a little he's a bundle li- of joy, is he? Or is he? Is he, he a is. good stage or what stage? He's he's gorgeous. Yeah, he's been real. I mean, we've just he's just a, a lovely little boy. Um, <laughs> so he turns five in August, but because of that, he's in school. So he's done his first school year, which has been strange mm. because obviously he's missed quite a lot of it with things shutting down again. Um, and prior to that he like nursery closed when work closed last year so he was still going to nursery then that shut down and before that he was poorly for a little bit so he was off um nursery for months with being poorly so I feel like he never really got a good start he never yeah Mm. and he missed I think at that age it's so important isn't it like you're learning social skills you're learning how to be with other people and like boundaries and what's right and what's wrong and and I think he missed a lot of that, like a touch wood has not affected him, but I would be interested to see in, in um, a few years time, like kids his age or kids any age, really, just to see what sort of impact this has had on them. Yeah. And I mean, the, the only thing that I'm super grateful for is that obviously it, it's happened to every child. It's not just him. When he was out of nursery, when he was poorly, that was different because, you know, he just couldn't be there. And I think that did have a big impact on him. But this at least it's been all of him and, and his little friends and but he's still not been to a friend's house for tea he's still mm. not had a friend round to play in the garden like we've done a lot of meeting people in the park but I think they're really important things and in a way I'm sort of grateful that he is a young school year like he's a year yeah. behind almost because I feel like at least maybe we can catch up that year touchwood next year mm. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it yeah. It's affected all. I think kids are the ones I feel sorry for the most in lots of ways. Actually, yeah. teenagers as well, and you know, and sure. like Jenny's Connie, she was at uni, and that's mm-hmm. the time where you're going out of the time and you're living life, aren't you? Yeah. You're traveling, mm-hmm. you, and then all of a sudden that world stops. I think back to yeah. my time, that age, I'd have, I don't know what I'd have done. I'd have climbed the walls. Yeah. Oh God! And I think it's only really affecting them now. Yeah, they, they are. They're looking back and thinking, "Wow, that huge chunk of my youth is gone." Oh, you know, yeah. and it's uh, it's slowly. I can see, especially the older ones, like the twenty nineteen year olds, it's getting to them now. So um, yeah, I think Connie's booked her first club night though. She's oh, got that girl. in the diary. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> <Don't blame> uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure they'll catch up. Yeah, it's so. yeah. It's a good so, excuse for catching up, isn't it? That's yeah, it. And I'm like, I'll I'll be with something in. Yeah, yeah. something yeah, in every weekend. I said yeah, I'm never saying no to anything ever again. You coming out? <laughs> yeah. Where are we going? Don't care. Let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, you mentioned when we first started chatting about imposter syndrome I think a lot of our mum listeners would be really interested to hear you talk a bit more about that because it is something that I think we all really struggle with actually and probably don't talk about enough 
um, particularly mm. with the pressure of social media as well. Um, so when you mentioned that, where does that come from with you, do you think? And how do you handle it? And can you tell I, me what it is exactly as well? Because I'm a bit useless. Yeah, so it's when you basically don't believe that you're good enough or um, talented enough or, you know, or whatever your profession might be or just in life in general, you don't think you're good enough for that thing. And you, so it's imposter syndrome because you constantly feel like you shouldn't be where you're at or it's a fluke. So I, I work with a really lovely coach called Jill Richie who connected with me again via Instagram. You know, Jill. Yeah, you know we Jill. do. We had know Jill, Jill on. So really I love well. Jill, right? So Jill has been amazing for me. And she was there for me when Stanley was poorly and we just connected and she's a lovely soul, isn't she? And so I yes. had a couple of sessions with Jill and I was at quite a low point and I was doing a lot of the, oh, you know, well, I got into Hollyoaks when I was 14 and it was really lucky. And, and I kept that word kept coming up, you know, I'm really lucky. And, and I have to check myself on that now because Jill was like, hang on a minute. Like, there's a reason that you got that job and there's a reason that you've worked for 25 years, pretty much nonstop. And you can't take away what you're, the reason that where, why you're, why, where you are and just, it's a difficult one to do. I'm still working on it because I still kind of go, I think it's that thing of going, I don't want people to think I've got an ego. So you, you kind of almost uh, apologizing for yourself. Yeah. 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 Mm. So rather than going, Oh God, yeah, I'm really good at what I do. Or, you know, I've worked really hard and I have worked really hard. Like mm. I've broke my back for years. I'm really professional. And, but it's really hard to say that out loud because I think it is that thing of going, Oh yeah, but what will people think of you? Or, and I think that maybe is because I started in the show so young and I had to, you know, um, be on the show while I was at school. And and it was that constant thing of, you know, teenagers or you know, girls, yeah, probably. I don't know whether there were some boys or not. I'll find out, I guess, with Stanley. But it's difficult. You know, you're trying to find your place, I think, at that age. And at 14, I was trying to find my place in high school. And, and suddenly I had this amazing thing thrown on me. But I was so wary of the repercussions of that in school and obviously I would get girls going oh well you've only got it because of this this and this and and so I think my instant reaction was to go oh like almost retract um and I'm trying really hard to work on the the opposite of that now and you know and and that's why I love you ladies and I mean you're so supportive of me and it's so nice but I think that's why Instagram and platforms like that can be used for the greater good because I think it's it's nice to go out there and be real and be supportive of other people and be able to kind of be a bit unapologetic and go, look, this is me and mm. take me as you find me. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. And yeah, I think, I, but I think a lot I, of people, I'd never heard of it before, like you, Jenny. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do it's suffer a, from it. Yeah, it's mm. huge. It's, and, and so many women talk about it. We've got um, one of our social media expert ladies on this season as well. And she's so good. And she talks about it as well, you know, with women in business. Yeah, uh, and this whole going down the scroll hole, which kind of makes it worse as well, and all sorts of. We have a little chat. It's very interesting, and I think you know, for the women listening to this episode when it goes out, they'll look at you and think, "Wow, she's beautiful. She's successful. How can you feel like that?" And that's why I think it's so important to talk about it because it's everybody and yeah. anyone can, can yeah. feel like that at any time in their life, you know. Yeah, and it's hard. I think age, what comes with age really is the fact that first of all, because you are going to be 40 this year, girls, you know, you have earned it by now. So it's about time (laughs) you recognize the fact that you are where you are 
for very valid reasons. Um, But I think you only sort of look back on your career and your life at a certain stage and sort of really take it in and think, well, now, you know, I can actually say, hold on, you know, I deserve this, you know, pat on the back. Um, And it's a shame that we don't do that at a younger age, because I think, you know, for me, I I started when I was 16 in sort of TV didn't never had a proper job ever and the same thing where there were there were sort of decades through my career where I remember I was just thought oh, I've just been really lucky uh, oh gosh and then I felt really bad about it you know and thought well you know it could have been anyone really you know and you just it was just the right place at the right time that kept coming back I mean it's only now I think no I've worked bloody hard you know and there was huge skills that I had to um, learn myself and you know I had to really really dig deep in a lot of instances um, and a lot of different jobs Um, and I did that myself and now you know I think you should you know hold your head high and yeah just embrace it can't wait for your 40th celebrations ladies where you're like yes I'm brilliant (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you know what Jill actually gave me a really good um exercise for this and she mm. was like sit down get a piece of paper she said write down everything you've accomplished she said whether that's buying a car um you know getting married or you know yeah. everything that you've done just big or little doesn't matter mm. like um buying yourself that top that you saw in the shop or you know something like that write it all down all of your accomplishments and she said, and you'll suddenly go, oh, my God, like, look at that. what I've done. Yeah. That and that, yeah. I did that. And that I found yeah. that really helpful, too, because I think you you forget how far you've come and what, how far yeah. you have pushed yourself and what you've done. And, yeah, that did really, really help. Do you know what I love? I love Throwback Thursday and way back Wednesday because that's the time when you look back and you think, oh, I did that. And you think, yeah. I'm going to post that. Wow, because that was 20 years ago. But, gosh, what an accomplishment. I'm not joking. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually quite a useful um, sort of like regular thing to do because it makes me realise, and I'm sure we can also say, wow, I did that, I did this. Um, as much as we're always encouraging people not to look back but yeah. to look forward, you know, there are very important moments in life where you really should embrace it and look back at it always and never forget and always remind yourself of those moments. Yeah, definitely. I always find that, you know, sometimes people have this opinion of people, don't they? I found this a lot, you know, where they might look at your home or look at the certain things of your life, what car you drive, anything, uh, what you've done in your career, and they just make presumption, sort of uh, assumptions about you and, and that sense that you've had it dead easy and, you know, um, they d- I, no one ever really knows what anyone's been through. Yeah. Well, they don't see the low points, do they? They don't see the points where you've had no work or, you know, you're having a terrible time or you're not very happy even if you are working. And they just see. And and I think that's why it's nice on Instagram to to keep it real so that people can connect. I mean, I like putting up, you know, I think it's nice to have the glamour and the the sunny side uh, as well. But I think it's nice to keep it real. And there's lots of accounts that do that as well, isn't there? And I think... It's yeah, becoming yeah. more and more the norm, like no yeah. filter, like showing people how they really are. And I think it's fab. I think that's yeah. um, the way forward and, and using social media to its the power, like to to the good. Yes. So when you're sort of putting stuff out, because you do have a lovely a brand, as it were, I think, when I had a look on your Instagram. So what, what are your, what you, what's your thinking behind it? You know, who do you sort of like talk to or sort of put stuff out to like you know on a one-to-one basis who are you thinking of when you do it I don't think I am you know I kind of just doing it I'm just doing it I'm kind of at that point where 
I try, I got to, I had, I had a meeting a few years ago. I got a new agent and I had a meeting with a, like a social media consultant type thing. And they were like, right, you need it to look like this. And your grid's got to look a certain way and you should put up pictures like this. And, and, and there they were like, you need to post three times a day. And I was like, I don't have time for that. Also, mm-hmm. like, I don't have the capacity to go, right, okay, well, I've got, it's essentially like doing a photo shoot every day, yeah. isn't it? Going, yeah. right, I need to get more pictures for more content. And I just thought, and I, I think I tried it for about a week and then went, nah, this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. And I just sort of put out stuff that I like, that I'm, I'm trying to be empowering. Like, say, I get a lot, like, my demographic is mainly women mm-hmm. aged 25 to 50. So I guess maybe subliminally and sort of trying to aim it at those women and go, do you know what? It's okay to be body confident. It's okay. Like I feel the best I've ever felt. I'm nearly turning 40. I never thought I'd say that. Like I feel Mm. the most confident. I feel like I'm working on myself mentally as well as physically. I'm the most physically fit I've ever been. I'm happy. um, I'm happy to be working. And so I kind of feel like if I can put that across and, and I get lovely messages off women going, oh, you know, I'm so glad that you put that today or it's so nice to to you know see that picture of you and your little boy or it's so nice to see you looking rough or you know <laughs> and then I feel like that if that's helped someone and a lot of people go you've got such a nice like positive outlook and I don't I don't always feel like that but if that's what comes across and that is you know brightens up someone's day then I feel like I'm using it to its its um, best and it makes me feel good and I like doing photo shoots like I've always enjoyed them so I'm trying to do more of that this year. That's what I was like, why well, I'm hitting 40, I'm going to do lots of photo shoots. And, and I feel like I kind of have taken back control of things like that because of COVID and because of the way things have been. We've not we've not done anything like that at work. We've done no photo shoots. We've mm-hmm. done, obviously, events have shut down, which has been rubbish because I love a good event. Who doesn't? And so I just thought at the beginning of this year, I'm going to take it, take control of it myself. I'm going to, you know, work with stylists that I love, uh, makeup artists that I love, and but photographers that I love so Tom Dan Collins I've booked another one in in a couple of weeks with a girl called Kerry Spicer who's amazing I put one in for October so just after my birthday so I can be like here I am mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah and it, it's nice because you've got a bit of creative control they're not really for a, a reason those photo shoots other than for for me and to just have a bit of fun so it's kind of like we've been brainstorming and going right what should we do this time what can we do and what's what's good and what's fun I think over the past year or so, I think we've a lot of it, we've been able to take control more in this industry in some respects, haven't we? You know, yeah. in some respects, yeah. you know, you, you you've been able to um, do those things where you think, right, well, this big team, this huge sort of production that we know I normally have, and people telling me what to do and sending me here and there. Now you tend to sort of say, right, you know, I can control this from here, you know, and, and the possibilities are this, and these are the parameters, and I know, but actually I can manage to do something, and I'll do it myself, thank you very much. Yeah. I quite like that. Quite nice. And it's made yeah. me think outside the box a bit as well, because mm. I'm I'm very much like, I think because I've always worked, I, don't, I find it hard to stop. So yeah. during lockdown, I found quite difficult, because we had, we lost all control, didn't we? And we weren't allowed to do anything or go anywhere, and I, I did not like not working. Um. And also the not knowing when we were going to go back filming, if we were going to go back filming. But I found that that time and those kind of like itchy fingers and going, oh, what am I going to do? Made me brainstorm a load of stuff, maybe write down goals, yeah. made me kind of go, right. And and like I say, this year, I've just gone, right, okay, I'm just going to do these things. Normally, I'd probably put them off, or, but yeah. I'm just like, no, 
scared. Boom, 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 boom. It's a boom, 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 boom year, isn't it? (laughs) So talking about getting excited about the big 4-0 and all the rest of it and the way you put yourself out there on on social media, who are the women that you sort of look up to or, you know, are aspirational for you? Well, really, and she's in full swing. The little one's a bit bigger and, you know. And that's why she's so lovable. And and I think she's, yeah, she's great. And, and, you know, obviously I'm into my fitness as well. And I think she's Mm. a great fitness role model. And and it's lovely to see her settled and happy and, you know, with Brooks and Mia. And it's so nice. It's so nice. I think if you look at people like Kylie, I love Kylie because (gasps) she's in her 50s and rocking it. looking. Yeah. Helen Miram is another one that I yeah. look up to and go, oh my God, if I can look half as glamorous as you. Um, J-Lo, who doesn't love a bit of J-Lo? Oh my and- God. And I'm so happy she's back with Ben Affleck. I'm just like, I know he's a bad boy, but I'm buzzing. <laughs> because I think they were meant to be, weren't they? But he was so <laughs> naughty that no one wanted her with him. All her people around her were like, no, you can't, it's so bad. And now she's yeah, like, do one. And she's back with him. I'm like, oh my God, great. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, but Jennifer Aniston, yes, and um, I th- I can't remember her name, but I just started following this model um on Instagram, and she's she must be in her sixties, and she mm. is just beautiful, and just and she was beautiful when she was young, and she's beautiful now. And there's like I I think I read I read somewhere um about people going oh or it might have even been her saying someone commented on going you're still beautiful, and she was like hang on a minute like. I'm beautiful like and it's it might be a different kind of beautiful to when I was young a young model but I'm mm. a beautiful woman and mm. I love that I was like yeah because yeah. it's kind of going, oh yeah you're still beautiful was what age shouldn't make age shouldn't affect yeah. whether you're beautiful or not should it yeah. oh I'll have to follow yeah. her me being in my I'll 50s send her, I'll send her across and yeah. they don't yeah. say that <laughs> <laughs> they don't say that about men though do they men never have those kind of comments made to them do you know you don't say to a man you're you're still 60 handsome. and you're still handsome you say oh isn't he rugged and lovely oh he's a silver fox oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. it irritates me it's like yeah. when you see the news anchors you know I love Jon Snow I do, and I think he's fabulous. But you, you I'm not sure get... about his ties. He, he tries too hard with those ties. <laughs> he matches he? them with he's his like, socks. Come on, it's distracting <laughs> now. It's distracting, John. Stop it. But you'd <laughs> never get the female equivalent. They wouldn't allow it. It, it wouldn't mm, happen, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I really, my, I get very cross about things like that. But hey ho, yeah. that's the that is. What but we're that's up where in. you know people like Denise. You know, she's still current, isn't she? I mean, there she is being um, a naughty tap dancing teacher you know with her toy boy and all the rest of it you know she's mid 60s now and you know a few years ago you would have had to say as an actress well you know I'm struggling now there's not a lot out there but actually people like her are are, are sort of like just opening more and more doors for for you know actresses for when they do get older yeah yeah Yeah. definitely Emma Thompson she's another one she's just incredible isn't she Mm. yeah Um, but yeah, I think I think that needs to be abolished, the age thing. And, Absolutely. you know, it doesn't matter, does it? It's all about. Not, no. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Let us quickly tell you about our friends at Swan. They're a British homeware company who this year are celebrating their 90th birthday. 
All Swan's products are designed with Instagram in mind, combining beautifully aesthetic designs with superb functionality, and none more so than their new Stealth range. Sleek, streamlined and stylish, the Stealth range featuring kettles, toasters, microwaves and more is ideal for parents like you, thanks to its fast, responsive and effortless technology, and its all-black matte finish, which makes this collection the ideal way to transform your kitchen into a truly modern space just in time for summer. Don't forget, you can get 20% off Swan's gorgeous products if you head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Designed for life. So your fitness, you've, I mean, it's amazing. What What are your sort of key... I mean, we're, we're both crazy on fitness. At, um, well, yeah. Well, yeah, sort of. Work, um, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, where, where was your inspiration? Where did it come from? You know, or have you always been like that? Or was it because you got to a certain age and you thought, oh, I've got to really make an effort now? Or, or how did it sort of arise? So I've sort of always trained, but I've not always loved it. So I used to do it just because I thought, well, I better. And I think that was like physically and from a health point of view, I was like, right, I better do some exercise. But I used to hate it. I used to have PT sessions. I used to hate them. Um, and then I fell in love with it, really. Um, so in between jobs, myself and my husband met on a theatre show. Um, and we were touring together. And when that finished, we were both out of work. So this is one of the points where people don't see where you, you know, struggling to pay the rent. Yeah, we were living yeah. down in London. We couldn't go out because we didn't have any money. And and we were like, we need to do something. But we were both into our fitness. We were just like training together and, and really enjoying it. And so we we were like, why don't we look into training as personal trainers? A, for a hobby, but B, it's something that possibly we could make a career mm. out of and, you know, we, something we can do as being self-employed and do in between jobs. So we did. We both qualified as personal trainers. And I think that's where my passion from it came. So learning about the training and why you're doing certain exercises and how that's beneficial and learning about anatomy and physiology. and Understanding it. Exactly. Rather than going, oh, this hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And am I doing it right? And and so we did that and we both went on to um, be personal trainers for a little while. John continued it and he's actually about to open his own gym. So he's oh, continued wow. the career, which is fab, yeah. Um, and I, I think that's where it came from. And then before we got married, we got married three years ago now, um, I trained, like Jem did, I trained with Ultimate Performance and I just, I loved how fit and healthy and strong I got and I got really addicted to that. I listened to your podcast with Davinia. Oh, oh, yeah. we'll, oh I love yeah. her. She's great, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she's um, And yeah, get her back on Hollyoaks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Wouldn't she be brilliant? She'd be amazing. And she's yeah. back now as well. I know. I know. I'm going to put a word in. I'm going to put a word in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but that, I think with, with um, Dee, it's that, it's the addiction, isn't it? And I think mm. it's a great addiction to have. Yes. And I've just become obsessed with it. And I think now it's a mental escape as well during lockdown it 100% saved me yeah. physically and mentally because it was my hour to myself we were lucky enough to have um we've got a little gym set up in the garage nothing fancy but you know a space that I could go and use and my husband the same and yeah I just be, I just I just love it now I absolutely love it and I can't see myself ever not exercising I, there are still days that I don't want to do it there are still days that I don't enjoy it but I never feel bad after it and like you mm -hmm. always get that high don't you after you've trained and yes and I think it's so good for the mind actually I think it's more beneficial for the mind than the body really but 
Yeah, you talk about, it. you know, the the learning of it that sort of struck, struck your passion, really, and understanding it. And I always think, you know, if you've got a good PT, they'll teach you a lot of that as well, won't they? You know, like what muscles you work in, the mind-muscle connection, why you're doing that. And they'll teach you the techniques that you've got for life so you can train at home on your own. You can go to a gym on your own. You've got that confidence. Mm. And that's so important, I think, because you're right. If you're just doing it... <laughs> to um, outrun a bad diet or, you know, just because everyone else is doing it, you, you don't get it. It's not mm. the, it's, you don't get the same results. And by yeah. that, I mean more sort of in your mind, really, and how you feel afterwards from it. Yeah. And I think that's so demotivating. If you go to a gym and you're sort of doing exercises, you're sort of trying and amazing for being there and amazing for putting yourself out there. But if you're doing it and you're sort of coming out a bit demotivated, you go, I don't really know if I worked anything. And then you know yeah. you stick at it for four weeks but you don't really see any results because that's usually to do with or most of the time to do with what you're eating and so you've got no one saying hand in hand actually you need to fuel your body with this and you work it like this and this will do this I think a lot of people go I'm just going to go for a run there's nothing wrong with that but that's not going to probably get you the results that you want to get like I'm for weight training all the way I think it's just brilliant and how nice to be a woman and to feel strong I think that's super yeah. super empowering yeah, it is. And there's more women doing that as well, like yourself, like Gemma, you know, yeah. showing that having that tone and muscle and Jenny, who looks amazing, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Is, 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 is fantastic. And it's, that, it's not just about looks, it's about that feeling it gives you of having that strength. It gives you a confidence as well, yeah. you know. Um, it's, it's, it's also so a, important. a daily thing, like now, with Stanley's like 20-something kilograms now, and if he comes running at me and launches himself, I'm like, look, <laughs> brace Cool. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got it. Got you. Got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're carrying the shopping in. You know, it's 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 actual like functionality every day, isn't it? That you yeah. go, I could do this. I've got this. <laughs> I think that yeah, that strength you have, it just makes you uh, you you can deal with anything. Literally, the physical strength, and it taps into the you know to the mind, and then you know you're strong in so many other ways um, that you can deal with being you know what is basically a self-employed you know actress you know, you're working mum um, in a very, you know, the, these times are really strange and really insecure. And um, no, I think, and, and you're going to be 40 and like the run up for all that, you're doing good. And I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to read about the the amazing, well, one hell of a party that you're going to have, I hope. Well, it's not going to be one. There's going to be several. I'm, I'm stringing this out for a year after the last year. Good girl. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I do love, you know, with Hollyoaks, just quickly going back to it. I'm just loving, you know, there is always a spectacular storyline, isn't there? It's always completely sort of like off the radar, out of the box, spectacular story somewhere. Um, but for me, um, always expect the unexpected, I suppose. So can we, can we, um, you know, will we be expecting the unexpected anytime soon? Yes, definitely. Oh, good. So I didn't expect it. Yes, I, I, no, there I is. can't really tell you. Well, there, I can't tell you much, but there yeah. is. Um, so, what's been difficult this year is we've um, we would normally do a big stunt. So that's normally mm. where you get that. Oh my gosh, like this has fallen down, or the village has imploded, or <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, whereas this year we've not been able to do that yet. So at some point, I think when we're allowed, there will be uh, a stunt uh, to end all stunts because they'll be so chomping at the bit to do something yeah. <laughs> um but yeah we've got a massive storyline coming up with um 
kids, so the, the little girl that plays my daughter, the kids have really like come into their own and um, it's been fun, fantastic to see them and for them to to shine and grow in confidence. And, you know, it's a children's show really at the end of the day, you know, it's for a younger audience. Um, but I think people like me and you, Kelly, <laughs> because we've grown up with it, you know, I, we, I got a lot of people my age still watching the show because we've known it for so long and love it and feel like we've grown up with those characters. Um, but yeah, it's nice to tell the story now of the the kids because we're all intertwined, obviously. So we've all, the older characters, the originals, or it's kind of what they call us from back in the day, have all got children and other connections now and husbands and ex-husbands and, mm-hmm. you know, Mandy's got all of those. Um, and so it's nice for the kids to come up because their big storylines ultimately mean that we'll be involved with those big storylines and, and have big storylines off the back of them. So. There's a pretty controversial one coming up. Do you still <laughs> keep in touch with Gary Lucy? Um and, and the, well, sort of guys the that, Oh, is he back in it? Oh right. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he did um well he did footballers' wives, didn't he? Right yeah. back then. Um and the bill, I think, as well, which yeah. they don't do anymore. I didn't know he was back. Yeah, so Gary so, came back oh, when wow. I first came back four years ago, and then he no left idea. again for a bit and now he's back. So Gary's wow. got a big storyline coming up as well in the next year. So that's another one. So what's watch. that like having him? Because obviously your storyline back in the day, it was all you and him. When yeah. I was, you know. When... Mandy and Luke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so nice. So when I first was going back, I didn't realise that Gary was going back as well. And I got my first script and um, I was flicking through and I was like, Luke? I was like, hang on a minute. Message Gary. I was like, please tell me that it's you and it's not like they've recast or it's another Luke. And he was like, yeah, babe, I'm coming back. So it's been so nice. So there's been like me, Gary, uh, Ashley Taylor Dawson, who obviously has been there, plays Darren, yeah. been there forever. Oh, yeah. Picard. Um, then Davinia came back for a little bit. Uh, so it really was like old, old school and so nice. And mm. yeah, it, that's that's why I go back. It feels like going yeah. home. Like it, I guess it's not it's nostalgia, isn't it? And you know, when I'm hanging out with those guys on set we talk about the old days and you know Mm. when we were kids and it feels like two minutes ago but you know we've had some really fun times and yeah I love working with Gary he's a pain in the ass sometimes but I love him (laughs) (laughs) aren't all men it's so nice (laughs) it's so nice that they kept those doors open for all you guys though yeah because I've I've, again you know I've had friends that have been in soaps and when they're killed off they often say years later I feel sad about that and wish I, I wish I hadn't let them do that because I'd quite like to go back now and so I think it's so lovely that they've got you all and also from that point of view that like you talk about the younger ones that you're playing the parents of in the in Ollie Yokes that you get to guide them because you're a safe pair of hands you've been there so you know and younger actors need that I think it's really important so it's just lovely it sounds like such a family set which is nice yeah it's nice it's nice and yeah I so the guy that played my brother when I was first started in the show, um, Ben Richardson, um, mm. he was amazing and he did the same for me. He kind of um, took me under his wing and, you know, told me what was what and helped me and encouraged me. And so I now try to do that with with Erin um, and she's brill. And, you know, it's nice to have been there and go, right, OK, I know how you'd be feeling. And, yeah, she has got, like I say, some big stuff coming up that she's a bit like, about and I'm like it's fine we've got this come on we can we can do it you're going to be brill so and her mum's lovely her mum um Aaron is always like thank you you know 
and so it's nice nice to be able to pass that on and yeah it's nice to be able to like you say that they left the door open I'm so glad they left the door open for me and I always wanted them to I never wanted them to kill the character off that was my personal thing but I know that there are other people I've got friends that have left that wanted that because they wanted that closure and almost that that not not an option to go back you know Mm. so I think it works it works both ways but I think I've will always be associated with the show and with the character and, and um, we'll never get away from that. And I don't see that as a bad thing, but I think it's nice to embrace that. And then I also think, well, there's no point, you know, there's uh, nothing to lose in going back and being there because no, it's something that people will always know me for. Yeah, and they obviously yeah. think the world of you as well to, yeah. to keep you there, which I think is mm-hmm. testament to you and how you are. So that's, you know, lovely, that longevity. Exactly. So forget that imposter syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> it's out now. Got <laughs> Yes, it's gone. That's in 2020. Um, Exactly. And we hope that they keep the doors open for you for as long as you wish. Um, And I'm sure there's many, many more other doors that are flinging themselves open. Once you get into your 40s, girl, it's a good decade. And then 50s. Wow, that's another story. So, yeah. (laughs) You just keep doing what you're doing, Sarah Jane. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Before you go, lovely, we have to ask you, and I don't think I've warned you about this, so if I put oh. you on the spot, don't worry. I, f- I flipping okay. forgot. I forget everything. But we would love to know if you've got a hot mess moment of the week. The only thing I can kind of think of, which is an ongoing thing at the moment with having a uh, a little boy, is Stanley gets very excited and he forgets that he needs to go for a wee. Mm-hmm. So we've had um, several wild wees, is what we, we call them, recently. <laughs> but I don't. I don't like so John John my husband is very good with this so if Stanley needs a wee and we've, I've had to pull over in the car and go quick get him out get him out like on a like a pub car park and stuff but it's usually when it's just me he's like comes up to me and he's like mommy mommy I need a wee I'm like oh, okay 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 it's fine we can do this wild wee we'll do a wild wee but I end up for me like my mum was always like you need to put your knee in the back so that the willy's pointing forward and so it misses the trousers but I tried that and that seems to like means that he wees everywhere it goes all the way up you never got wipes with you I don't really carry wipes with me anymore since he was a baby so it's always like my good intentions are please don't wet your pants like or or can you hold it can you hold it and usually he ends up just covered in piss anyway because I'm not very good at the knee in the back thing I still don't really understand what I'm supposed to do oh I (laughs) I like that the wild wee wild Wild wee wee. I love it yeah out of um just noted curiosity what when did he sort of transition from nappies because this one's three and a half and refuses to go on the loo and it's a nightmare uh, so he's still in nappies and we we're worried he's going to be in nappies when he goes to school well he he was quite young he was about two but he just we we did the whole um wild no nappy training thing where we were in a house and luckily we had like laminate floor so we yeah. just went freestyle and we're oh, like, right. you know, we end up cleaning up poo and everything. It's like having a puppy, like going around, picking stuff up and getting the devil yeah. out. Um, but he didn't like, he was always a little, he's going to hate me when he's 18 if he ever listens to this, isn't he? But he always like used to take himself in a corner to do a poo, even in his nappy. He doesn't like being watched. Even yeah. now he'll go, mommy, I'm going for a poo. He'll come to the upstairs toilet and he'll shut the door and lock it. And I'm oh, like, Stan, yeah. Stan, you're gonna have, like, mommy needs to get in because he's not. He's not up to wiping his bum yet, just that. Um, so he, because I think because he was a child like that where he was quite discreet, we just put his potty in a corner and he used mm. to just go and use it and he got it really quickly. So it's just oh. like a week of cleaning up. You're feces. behind. Can you hear this? <laughs> 
The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Thanks to Swan for sponsoring this episode and don't forget to check out their new stealth range to give your kitchen a modern, stylish makeover. To see more of Swan's products, head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20 for 20% off. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Designed for life.